Welcome to the Keeping Up Appearances podcast. I'm Colin Murray and with me is... Bob Cole, Sean O'Hara and Michael Tosh. It's Colin, what's he going to do? Ready! Jackson, Oh, that, 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 that old agrees is good, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should be well. Michael Carrick's still playing. He should, he should always yeah, like... have more caps. Yeah, yes, indeed. Since we had no games review this weekend, we've decided to have a sort of a general chat on some of our favourite players growing up and, and, and present time. So we're all going to sort of take a turn to mention our own favourite player. Possibly not the best player, but just our favourite. He's really sort of shining too. So I think you've all got one in time. mind. And I'll hand that over to Bob first. He's he's very eager to talk about his passions for his favourite player. I'm sure you can guess who it is. Yeah, I, I don't think any of our three fans will be doubting who I'm going to go for. I think um goes without saying anyone our age. If, if your favourite Everton player isn't Leighton Baines, you need your head checking. Um Longevity. What? I need my head checking then. You need that too. anyway. <laughs> I just don't understand how anyone would say any different. The longevity had always at least a 7, 8 out of 10. Didn't let us down. Didn't jump ship when he really should have. And he's a cool fella to boost as well, so I don't think anyone could dispute that really. Interesting if, Tosh, if you're not just winding me up who you'd actually say your favourite Evan player was because no, I don't know I'm more interested about you and your love from me no I, I don't know I, I would always have I think Kale just above him I think from my sort of thing Jesus Christ I, I, just, I just think of the moments Kale had what would you say was like the sort of moment the late the, the seminal Leighton Baines moment then for Evan would you say like one springs to mind for me I don't know but, but we'll see what you think Um, but for me personally it was bumping into him Paul McCartney in the Echo Arena, so that, that's my favourite. That wasn't what I was thinking of, but... <laughs> you, you should have. Um, Football-wise, football probably the new free kick against Newcastle or the double against West Ham. Um, yeah. My thing is the goal against Leicester. How do you have won that game, but that goal against Leicester in the call. Yeah. Well, it was well, a crowd, crowd I, was, yeah, I, was, I was pretty much in tears at that. Um, I remember again. I first thing I said after that, I bet, I bet he missed his pen, and he did. Didn't he miss the pen after that? We well, shouldn't. That was was that his last game for us? Or a it was his last game, but it was last so probably his last goal. I think. I'm still bitter the way it ended for him because he gave that pen away against Bournemouth, and it wasn't a pen. And then Dean was in, and he was garbage. I thought. He was. I was. I was always going to be bitter, but he was so overrated. I thought I but the Baines moment I thought I, I don't know the helps because I was there, but at um, last minute Chelsea away in the cup when he that free kick and then took it as a penalty. And that's and that great kiss as well. That was a lovely kiss, that cream. <laughs> yeah. Now he was fantastic, Baines. Yeah. Never won an Anfield though, worth remembering. Dina did. Did he? Did, yeah. In the COVID year. Fact. Doesn't count. Void. <laughs> fair play. Yeah, fair point. I don't, I, I don't get the Kale one. I've never understood the obsession people have with Tim Kale. I think, from my perspective, I don't know. I don't want to turn into just discussing Everton and Kale because Everton, Kale was my player. I think it was just that he's always scored in big games. He's got always seems to score against Liverpool. I don't know. He's like, and he was just he, 
maybe he was a bit more vocal than Baines on Baines obviously did get the club but Kale always like seems to say the right things and always come back and I don't know he was a bit more so I know that's probably because he's a bit more I think he's a bit more of like a cult hero Kale wasn't he just a bit more like a fan proper like fan favourite you thought like a fan he was like a fan playing yeah Yeah, but he wasn't though he was Australian Baines from Kirby he's probably a fan (laughs) you haven't actually told us why he's your favourite player but but because well, okay, for football and reasons he he played about three positions and one is triangles with Tina and Fellaini in our so-called glory years. It was just a joy to watch. Free kicks. He he was our best playmaker, best defender, attack and threat. Oh. Everything everything about him was great. I thought. Yeah, I don't think you can argue with that. Like he's if you maybe not your favorite, but I think there's probably not many. Who's been better, but like overall better than him? I don't think. I think now when you see Everton's left back struggles, you do appreciate how brilliant Baines was taken for granted for that time that we had him and Pina on the left, just how good we actually were. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I think I was we were saying before and I was discussing. I've just written down three names actually, and they're all one, two of them are pretty boring. It's obvious answers. Growing up, my favourite player I always used to say was Henrik Larsson at Celtic. He's a bit of a cult here. I just loved him. He was a, um, such an underappreciated footballer. Even when he went to Barcelona later on, he was fantastic on Man United. I'm going to go with Messi, I think. And I know it's obviously the discussion about he's obviously clearly the best, but I'm thinking someone who's just given me so much like happiness and joy and watching him. There's there's no one even close to him. And I just I think. The older I sort of get, you re- you think about football, and I, I think about moments and goals and things that I remember. And like, there's so many moments of his that I remember, like actually celebrating goals that are on Everton, which I don't do very often. You know, I think of that one against Bayern Munich, the second goal where he sort of puts Boateng on the floor and chips Neuer. I think of the last minute one at Madrid when he beat Madrid. I think of just a few of the goals at the World Cup last year, and I just think the things he can do and. I find myself endlessly. If, if I see any on like Twitter, you know, like a ten-minute compilation of Messi passes or Messi dribbles yeah. or Messi outside the box goals, I just, I just think can't watch it. So I can't sit and say someone's my favourite footballer that isn't him. Really, I just and I know there's probably no discussion to be had. There, no one can really debate and add anything. But that's my again. I just I, when I was younger, it used to be Maradona, and I, I used to have DVDs and books and Maradona and just watching him. But I, I just think no one's even close to Messi, and no one. Is like just makes me happy watching. I remember like when I had like first got Sky and like around in my mum's house. I remember like that was around the time of him coming through and like you just try and watch him every Saturday or Sunday night when they're on. It was just like phenomenal. And how many times he's changed the player. I just yeah, I think that's I'm gonna have to go with him. Yeah, there are similarities with them in Baines, really, aren't there? You met him at Paul McCartney, didn't you, Tosh? Yeah, <laughs> that was it. That was it. <laughs> Two left footers, yeah. Maradona left footed as well, and Henrik Larson, I think, was left footed as well. So maybe it's like left footed. You were mine, yeah. Sean, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apologies for being boring. I'll just criticise other people's, but yeah, I'd have to go with Messi. Mine's quite boring as well, to be fair. So when I had to go, I know um, who it is. Yeah, you probably do. Um, Stephen Naismith. Absolutely. And weirdly, it is a, a famous number 14. You got two on Humanity. this. You got two on this podcast right now. But yeah, the reason I used to wear 14 when I was a kid was purely for Thierry Henry. Yeah. Um, and again, that's it's quite boring because it's just like 
you go to answer. But I've, especially when I was a bit younger, I didn't really watch, not that I watch it now, but European football. So probably missed a lot of like Messi's glory days almost. But I think Thierry Henry came around and like, you just first getting into footy like 2000 around then. Mm. And he was just like, he was just magic. He could kind of do things that no one else could do. He, he, you'd never seen a footballer before, at least in the Premier League. I'd never. You could just literally take a game out of scuff for the neck and just just pull points out of nowhere. He was just unbelievable. Mm. Um, he always scored against Liverpool as well. Yeah. He, he, he was, he was he, he is, like, when you think about big games and stuff, I know, is it a thing in like Europe and stuff he never really delivered? I think big games in general, he didn't his record in like finals and things like that was never never yeah. too good. Didn't he um, he single handed they got them in the Champions League final, didn't he? Yeah, we missed a couple of I think they would when they won at the Bernabeu, he, and I think that was the course as he scored a brilliant goal, mm-hmm. didn't he? But yeah, no, yeah, he did. He, he was fantastic. Obviously, I think that is the criticism of Yeah. He went a bit missing, but I don't know. I I wouldn't agree with that. But that seems to be the thing. I mean, you probably agree now with Haaland, isn't it? That's the thing with Haaland. Everyone says he's not a big game player. Mm. And you have to ask yourself, in terms of Henri, think of Arsenal. I know they had like those, like those couple of years, the big games that he had to be in, but like the league, those league games, like the Invincibles year, or oh, he scored in the United as well. Had to drag them through into league titles. So, like, I think you, the the definition of big games is is a tricky one there. But yeah, I just think he just like he's a bit like like him and Ronaldinho came around at the same time, but I didn't watch as much Ronaldinho. But the two of them just made footy fun, and like he made kids all over just want to do like tricks. And he was just yeah, like people now say best Premier League player ever. So the fact he's still considered that by a lot of professionals, I think that says a lot. Oh, he's just Sorry, that's just last what I was saying. Put like what you, you said, Sean Paul Mason always used to say about him. He was like watching like. An adult playing in a kids' match when he used to play in the Premier League, just like run past people how quick he was. Now he just control everything. I always yeah. thought that was quite a good uh, analogy. And it was all, all, all always like I thought it was like do you know that thing when you're on FIFA and you're like you go one 0 down, you go, "Oh, great, I'll start playing now." Yeah. yeah, he could do that all the time, but didn't. And then when he decided, "Yeah, go ahead, I'll do it now," he, he would. Like you think that like top, that's the Tottenham goal and Liverpool goal, which are quite similar, aren't he? Just from his own half, takes on about six, seven players and slots, and you just. Yeah, he just he's just always added him. I think he's one of those like rare players where he's extremely fast, also very technically very good. Yeah. Sometimes he plays like or you can almost like be too fast for their own good. I think they haven't got like the finesse with it. Yeah. But I think he is very much like he's got the and I think to be fair, I think Mbappe is kind of like of that yeah. similar kind of mold where you're just saying that because they're both the French. Yeah, very, very, very fast, but Got that bit of that finesse about them, that kind of he could score all different types of goals on me as well. That I mean, I think he was the master of that, like sort of stroke yeah. into the bottom, the bottom corner, like that sort of caressed shot. You're right, he was big as well. He scored the odd header, I think, last goal at the end yeah. against United. I think, yeah, I don't know. Again, he you know, won the World Cup at like the age of like 20 or something, just like, yeah, good shot. So, I'll go last. Mine is. Um, similar to Sasha, someone who hasn't, even, hasn't played in England. Mine's Kaka, was, was sort of my favourite growing up. Um, I just kind of really loved Brazil. I had sort of Brazil kits as I was growing up, and then I've actually had a few kits with Kaka on the back. I just loved the way he played. Um, I loved the position he played, that kind of number 10. Again, someone who's very, like, deceptively quite quick. 
travelled with the ball well, sort of like a graceful footballer. I think sort of skillfully had kind of had that kind of gliding about him when he sort of ran with the ball. Um, again, like well well built, quite strong. Um, but again, like graceful, good, good footwork, good finish. Played in big games, big teams. Um, possibly, maybe even like slightly underrated. I don't know if you maybe say that in terms of like when looking at levels of footballers. The moves around Madrid didn't work really, did it? I think he got injuries, didn't he? I think I don't think he played too many for them. But like at Milan, he was just like he was unbelievable. Um, obviously in the Champions League finals, I think he played the part the pass through to. In Zaggy in one of them, like an incredible pass. Um, but yeah, I've, I've just just one of those players who kind of like you just like loved. I, I've really sort of took a shine into him, kind of thing. Um, good Catholic lad as well. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know again. There's a lot of thinking there. They all follow a different sort of thing linked to that, isn't it? I don't know whether he's one, but like the sort of camera with the religion's called, but I think it's sweet Brazil. I think, do you think there's like the way he is, he's just a classy number 10. Do you think that's sort of going out the game? How many people could you name like him now? You've got someone like Bellingham who's playing there, but he's a much different player, isn't it? Someone like an Axel or a Kaka or. Yeah. You, know, you get many of with these systems, they get many of that type no, of player. I, I, I reckon, think I reckon Dwight McNeil is going to move into that position. <laughs> I reckon he's going to win. Yeah, no, I, I think he probably was. I think he was just a classic number 10. I think he, he was the one. Kind of thing at, at that time to kind of just do everything in that sort of pocket, and yeah, you're probably right in that there's not that many about these days. I just think the games kind of bypass that that whole of it. That happened with classic number nine for a couple of years ago, they kind of vanished for a few years, didn't they? And now they're yeah. back with a vengeance, yeah. I think it happens, it goes in, in cycles, but um, yeah, I think Kaka just one of those players just kind of really took a, a shine to kind of thing. So that's who I'll go with my favourite player. I've changed your mind, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Some some players anyway who've got Maradona, Henri, Kaka and uh, Baines. <laughs> You're Maradona? You're some Messi. I'm going to say Messi, yeah. Yeah, your favourite player. Yeah, your favourite player. They didn't know who it was. <laughs> All four of them are getting to any side, aren't they, Bob? <laughs> Apart from the England side for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, what fixtures are there this week? These are the rules. We select three matches from this week's fixtures, which are entered into the Wheel of Fortune. This will randomly select our featured game. This match will be the focus of our discussions, predictions, and most importantly, our game of keeping up appearances. Once our fixture has been chosen, we'll use an online generator to provide a target number for our game. For us, this is anything between 50 and 450. Our job then is to think of a player who's made that many appearances for either of our selected teams. Whoever's closest, wins. Each week, four points will go to the closest person, three points for second place, two points will go to third place, and the person who's furthest away get one. These points will be accumulated over the whole season and we'll update our league table each week. I'm so I'm buzzing from room five, you know, Tosh, it's great. It's going to change the game. <laughs> I can't believe that one extra feature's changed it for you. I'm just slagging it off. Yeah. No, I haven't been slagging it off. I just didn't understand it. 
Okay then, so now we're going to move on to this week's football. The Premier League's back. Um, as usual, we're going to preview one game before playing, keeping up appearances. I forgot the three games we're picking. Sorry, let me write them down. Sorry about that. The three games we've got this week are Everton-Arsenal, Tottenham against Sheffield United and West Ham-Man City. Okay, so we're spinning the wheel and the game we've got is, Sean, is Tottenham-Sheffield United. Anyone got any thoughts? Great, let's move on. <laughs> I think that's be probably... Well, all all guess I think probably a Tottenham win. Sheffield United don't look like they want to beat anyone of any notes anytime soon. Apart from us. Yeah, well, they didn't beat us. They drew. Um, yeah, but they were very close, man. <laughs> Tottenham, Tottenham looking good form. Well, the score unlocked as well. So, yeah, I can't imagine anything other than a convincing Tottenham win. I'll go with a 3 1. I think I'll say it might give Sheffield United a chance to, to grab a goal. Yeah, I think um, similarly, it's hard. Tottenham in good form. I think that I know I picked them as my team to watch and surprise team. Perhaps I think I do think they'll have moments and they'll have blips. I don't. I'm not sure it'll be this week, but I think that style of football is going to play. It's going to be attacking. They're going to be leaving themselves open. And you know, Sheffield United scored a couple of decent. I know a couple of decent goals against us. One of them a bit of a fluke, but. You know, still the way they opened us up. I think that the lad who scored was it Archer who Archer, scored. Yeah, yeah. Good you know, celebration. Looked lively enough. I think, yeah, Spurs, you just think they're gonna have too much, aren't they? I think Sun, obviously hat trick last game. Madison looks, you know, I read the player of the first four games. You would think at home against a team we haven't won, it's hard to see against. But yeah, I think I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna go resound and win. I'm gonna go four 0 I think. I was going to go 4 0, but I'm going to go 5 just for the sake of it. <laughs> Can't really see anything for Sheffield United unless they start giving Tom Davis a game. It might be a completely different matter if Tom Davis starts getting a few minutes here and there. He's their only hope all season, I think. David Underwood's still there, or playing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jose Baxter's there as well. Jack Rodwell. <laughs> Who's another Everton player? BT, BT played there. Yeah. And don't forget Phil Yigielka. Yeah. Steve Simonson. Did Simo go there? He was there. Wasn't he, he? he was there in the playoffs. Feature? Remember when we were there for the playoffs? Yeah, was, was he there? Against Huddersfield, he missed a pen in the final. Did he? Uh... Yeah, he yeah, scared it. Go well, Sean, what are you feeling for the game? Um, I'm... Uh, I mean, I think Tottenham are going to win it. I feel like they do, as Tosh says, they do seem a bit like susceptible to conceding because even against like, if they play Brentford, Burnley, they conceded a couple of goals. Yeah, I just feel like they will concede that. Sheffield United look decent enough against us. Um, I know that's and that's without Tom Davis as well. Uh, exactly. Imagine him. Imagine him with him. But yeah, I know it's not a big compliment saying they look decent against Everton, but. Yeah, I think I think I can see Sheffield United scoring, but I think Tottenham seems finally to have cracked it. The Son needs to be in the middle, which took a couple of games to get there. But he played in the middle of the weekend, or obviously the last game, scored at Atrich. Richarlison's found himself back on the bench. 
yeah, I just think so that's Son's position now. Obviously, Kane's not there. Son doesn't really have the legs to be running down the wings like he used to. Um, Big wimp, if you ask me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sore subject still. Yeah. He should um, still be suspended. <laughs> actually, surprisingly, I actually agree with Bob on this one. <laughs> and just a shout out to Richie as well, who seems to be going through a tough time, apparently. Yeah, um, yeah so, yeah. Shout yeah, out to him. I'm sure he'll get that. If he's listening, yeah. If he's listening. <laughs> yeah, if, he's listening. <laughs> if him or his people are listening, then... Come on. Yeah. Big up with Charleston. If they are, please, one of them tweet about it. We could do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go for a... Again, Tottenham seems to be scoring, but also conceding. So I'll go... What did you say, Callum? Because I don't like, I don't like going the same. 3-1. Ah, did you? <laughs> what were you going to go for? Go ahead. I'll go. You know, I'll go two one. I like going low. In all the games, you've all gone dead high. I like to give these the little teams a bit more credit. So I'll go two one Tottenham. Fair enough. Right then. Yeah. Time to pick the number. Yeah. Right. Back to normal this week with our. Parameters set back to 50 as a minimum and 450 as a maximum. And we're looking for anyone that has played this specific amount of games for either Tottenham or Sheffield United. And our number today is 338. Oh, no. I found 337. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, where do we start here? So we'll all take a couple of minutes now to have a little think. If you're playing at home, you do the same and we'll be back when we've got our answers. What's the number again? 338. I don't think Tom Davis is there yet. (laughs) How many games games did Simo play for Sheffield United? Actually, going first. Uh, I've only got one player here, um, and I reckon you someone's got my player. Are you ready to go? Yeah, yeah, go on. I'm going for someone that probably should have made a lot more, but still had the longevity. But towards the end, he was depleted by injuries or decimated by injuries. Sean shaking his head, so I'm guessing we're going for the same person, going for Ledley King. Ah, uh, you know, you could cross my mind as well. To be fair, Ledley King is the only one I've got. Stephen P and I play for Tottenham. Sean, go for him. Did you go to Ledley King because Henri loved them or hated playing against them? <laughs> yeah, mainly. Do you want me to go? Yeah. Right. So I. I'm not think too many Tottenham players with like maybe that longevity. So I went with try to think maybe like big name Sheffield United players. I thought of two. First one was Paddy Kenny, but I'm just not sure if he had the longevity there. Possibly so. Sided against him in the end. And then the player I'm gonna go with is Billy Sharp. Do 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 do. I'll <laughs> go with Billy Sharp. I think he possibly had a couple of spells with them. I don't but That's again I don't you think. Yeah, I don't know. I think so we're only, don't we only pick over one spell? 
That is the rule. Oh, spa. When did that become a rule? When did that become a rule? Just now. Yeah, I don't know uh, how many years the spells have been over, but I, fe- I I have a feeling that he's a club legend kind of thing. So I, I assume yeah. it was uh, meant like towards 10 years. So, yeah, I'll go with Billy Sharp. His last spell must have at least been like four or five. I know he didn't play the last yeah. couple. Again, it feels like he probably is a good shout, but no Yeah, actually, I have no idea, yeah. I'm well, just going to hopefully, hopefully play somewhere between eight to ten seasons for them. And then he's got a to... LA Galaxy now, isn't he? He is, yeah. What a move, that is. Great move. I this is I reckon this is the week I've struggled most. Usually I think it's come quite quickly. I feel like I'm playing a bit sort of... Uh, I was struggling. I, I definitely was gonna, never going to be able to get a Sheffield United one without sort of just guessing a random person like Chris Morgan or someone like that. They've got no idea how long they did. I'm actually going to go... I'm going to go Harry Kane. The reason being, again, I know he scored. He must have scored. He's probably got a bit more, I reckon. We know he's probably scored 230-ish goals maybe for Tottenham overall. Mm-hmm. He's probably doing it at one and a half a game. I feel like it's not... Yeah, I'm really not confident this week, but yeah, and I I, I tried tried not to go with proper current players recently, but I really was struggling. Mm-hmm. The, other, the only other one with me, I was thinking maybe going like Bob's. Aaron Lennon was there a long, long time, but he did have injuries. Aaron Lennon came in my head. Mm-hmm. But yeah, again, same. I just would. He was probably there from about 2006 to about 2015 when he joined Everton. Probably about the right time, but he probably had a lot of injuries. So yeah, I'll yeah, stick with Kane. Kane seems a fair enough shot. Yeah, so I obviously then had to scramble to find another one because Ledley King got taken. And mine, I think, had two is it, spells. Is it Paul Salteri? How do you know? <laughs> I think, yeah, seeing as you two have made a rule up that you know, I had two more than one spell. Um, I think mine had two, but I actually don't know. Now I think back, I have decided it it's not, it's his strike partner, Jermaine Defoe. Did he have two spells? Yeah, I came back, didn't he? Okay, yeah, so that was my main thought because he went to Tottenham from West Ham, if I'm right, and then Portsmouth for what a year or two and then back to Tottenham. So, yeah, again, I don't know. Decent shot. I'll be honest, Levy King was my only option, but I think it's a hard number, I think, because you're looking for like longevity, but then you're thinking like over. That amount of time, the chance of them being injured. Yeah. And also Tottenham, like other than the odd season, like recently, they've not really been in Europe and have they? So yeah. Hard to bring to take that into account as well. Yeah. Good shouts. Right. Who wants to check? Go on, shall I check? I haven't done it yet. Okay. The results are in. Um I've checked them all. And Three of the answers are particularly close this mm. week. Say, I mean, by particularly close, it's a bit of a ballpark, but three mm. are within 40, which I actually don't think is too bad, especially considering we're not too well up on these teams. In fourth place, with 430 appearances, it's Harry Kane. Oh, no. So, <laughs> top of the mountain. Crumbles to fourth this week. How does it feel? Terrible. Uh, next up in third place with 377. Split ac- across multiple spells is Billy Sharp. 
So still not too bad. Yeah, not a bad shout. 39 off, not too bad. Not a bad shout. Um, second place with 361 is Jermaine Defoe, which is a bitter pill to swallow, considering with 322, Ledley King's the winner. So he was 16 off. Very well, good. well played, Rob. Well played, Bob. So uh, that that's in the, on the recorded shows. I, I've been single figures every time before that out. Have you? It was only the first week when there was nineteen out. That was um, that was a tough one, that though. Hey, what's on your rising up? Though you've been like first or second like the last few weeks. You've been three, four, three, three the last few weeks. You know, like in points wise. Have I? Yeah. And, and yeah, only that terrible Nuno Valente one that's let you down. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd, I'd be top if I hadn't done that. It's every week, I was too focused on Maroon 5, wasn't thinking of the game. That's the problem. Excuses, <laughs> limited that. If we have a quick look then at our updated league table, Tosh remains on top, but the gap is narrowing. He's now on 19 points, Sean is second on 17. Bob's win puts him on 15 points and Callum still at the bottom with 12. Okay, so that's, that's it for another week's episode. Feeling quite smug here, back to form after a couple of dodgy weeks. Nice to see Tosh finish bottom for a change. Could get used to that. I think it's quite apt really that we started the bulk of the conversation today about Leighton Baines and we've ended it talking about another king. That's it for another week. Make sure you watch this week's action and we'll see you for next week's episode. You're like you're like Harvey's in the chunks. No idea who that is. Ah, it's a compliment. I, was, I thought that was more me, but <laughs>